A lifetime of training, practice, study, hard work. Through discipline, some achieve excellence, mastery, fulfillment, self-actualization. What can we learn from their beginnings, discoveries, motivations, and falls? How do they dust themselves off and resume their journey? During these interviews, stories, and conversations, we reveal their intrinsic drive. Sideways sheets of rain turn the freshly tarred macadam road into a stream. Running along the rolling hills of Creek Road, my thoughts turn towards lessons from season three. The opportunity to meet kindred spirits, mentors known through their works, old friends, even one of my earliest mentors from high school and college in Florida. I cross humpback stone bridges and creeks. Hey, you need a lift? A neighbor shouts through the rainstorm from the roll-down window of his lowered silver Volkswagen sedan. I'll keep going. Appreciate the offer. Smiling, I wave him on. Continuing forward, enjoying the cool late spring rain. Mist is rolling off the mountains, watching over the valley. Leaves and pastures painted extra green from recent downpours. The Road Goes On Forever, originally written by Robert Earl Keane, pops into my head. I hope you enjoy these messages from our guests this season. Sarah Slattery watched her father lose his entire business. Learning from her parents' examples of resilience, she picked herself up, turning disappointment into a new opportunity to grow. Through swimming and through my parents, like, um, there's a lot of disappointment along the way too, you know, like there is a lot of, um, a lot of things that like didn't go right. Um, didn't always go right, but they figured things out and they continued to move forward. And that, and the same with, like with swimming, I had a lot of, there's some big goals that I missed, but you learn, like, I think those lessons are the most important lessons, um, in that journey. And, um, and I, and yeah, my dad was the biggest one, like, yeah, you, you fall down, but you get back up again and you start, you keep working hard. The road to mastery is a lifelong journey. John Lee Dumas leveraged his experience from his senior year in high school when an injury benched his basketball dreams. Transitioning to swimming, he began to train two to three times daily en route to victory in the main state 50-yard freestyle final. He applied the same strategy in his podcast career. Over 3,600 episodes later, hosting the leading entrepreneurial podcast on the planet every day. I was able to apply that later in my life to podcasting. I'm like, just like in swimming where I was terrible when I started, but I quickly got better. Why did I get better? Because I put in the reps. I was doing morning practice, afternoon practice. Before, after, yeah. Twice a day, three times a day, putting in the reps. And it just clicked for me that it would be the same with podcasting. Of course, I was going to be not good at speaking to a microphone, being interviewed, interviewing other people, public speaking, all these things right. until I put in the reps. And so that was a huge light bulb for me that said, hey, if I'm going to do this, I'm doing it daily. Growing up as a young black man in the 1960s, Georgia was not just difficult, it was life-threatening. Benny Vaughn realized that all these experiences sharpened his resolve, defined his character, 
shaping his destiny. What were once barriers became his road forward. And I now recognize, acknowledge, and am grateful for all the up until now, what I thought were hardships, what I thought were roadblocks, were simply validation that I was headed in a good direction. It's the adversity advantage you you were able to exactly exactly. Once Becky Karish learned the principles and essential strategies of writing from Suzanne Kingsbury at the Gateless Writers Academy, she allowed her creative genius to flow. Today, she teaches others to find their own creative force. Understanding that there often is a principle of logic, of preference, of culture that's behind, that's organizing everything. You figure that out. I mean, you still have to live. Right. <laughs> it doesn't right. take away the troubles, right. Right. but you're, you're oriented in a higher level. Rock Wilk remembered sitting with Jack Rollins on a park bench when Jack was 99 years old. Jack reminded Rock of life's uncertainty and the unknown around the next corner. Just prepare every day. Do your work, because the only thing that people can't take from you is the work that you do from day to day, the life that you live every single day. That's your life. You know, that's it. That's your existence. Carwin Sharp learned the value of clarity and communication, fostering an environment of trust. Vital feedback can be gleaned from mistakes, leading to an improvement system for his staffers and athletes. It's a normal process. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. And I think we need to create environments where we're not trying to make mistakes, but we need to create an environment so that people feel comfortable if they make a mistake, they're going to bring it forward so we can all learn from that. Finding your tribe that support, challenge, and elevate your craft creates a nurturing environment. Molly Grant found this in the leather workers community. I wasn't for the real world, you know, the real, I was yeah. a little bit different. And this, I just felt immediately at home. That's amazing. You know, around all these artists. Jerry Lynch left his counseling career, moving to the mountain trails of Colorado to run and learn about himself. Through self-exploration, a totally new way of thinking about spirituality and sport awakened in him. Jerry ran straight towards his passions, not allowing initial rejection to derail his dream. You know, in the beginning, Phil, yes, it wasn't easy because I used the word crazy. Maybe that's not the right word, but people really did think that uh, I was going down the wrong path. They, they couldn't believe that I, you know, spirituality and sports. Well, yeah, let me show you how. So I had a lot of rejection and ah. I had a, yeah, I had a lot of uh, publishers not want my books. Dick Beardsley has not lived an easy life. Over 20 surgeries, prescription medication addiction, and his son's suicide. Dick has learned through faith 
and following his passions to find joy in the moment. He shares his love of the outdoors, motivating others and the magic of moving forward with your dreams. Dick's attitude radiates hope for the survivor in all of us. You try to, you know, pick yourself up and learn from those things and just keep moving forward. And, um, you know, like I always try to tell myself every morning when I wake up, I try to wake up with a smile on my face and enthusiasm in my voice, joy in my heart and faith in my soul. And those four things have gotten me through a lot of difficult times. That's for sure. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate you opting in, subscribing, and reviewing us for thumbing us up and following us on socials, liking us. We like you. Drop us a note. Tell us what stories move you. For books, videos, resources, and more information, visit us at whartonhealth.com forward slash shop Wharton Health. And be sure to join us for the next episode of Intrinsic Drive.